0: Coffee Conversations about influencer marketing is brought to you by Influential, a strategic consultancy that takes the guesswork out of influencer marketing for your brand. We provide much-needed strategically crafted frameworks on how to implement influencer campaigns specific to your brand needs.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another fabulous edition of Coffee Conversations about influencer marketing. And as usual, I've got a... Special co-pilot in the house. And Dolly, welcome to it.
0: Hello, Cynthia. We're
2: back. We're back. We're back. We're
1: back. We're back. And obviously, we've got a very special guest, Lee. How are you?
2: Hi. Thanks for having me, guys. How exciting. My Uh, first podcast. Oh, Oh, is it your first?
1: Yes. I hope it's not your last. (laughs) You, you, You come from a very interesting subject line, and I think we most certainly would maybe like to have her back.
0: Definitely. Yeah.
1: Okay, so Lee Krimble is uh, founder of First Behavioral Linguistics Consultancy in in South Africa. Um, Your company is called Breadcrumbs. And can you tell us in a nutshell what you do? Because you you bring a very nice facet to the whole notion of creating strong influencer marketing strategy.
2: Absolutely. So Mm -hmm. I come from a background um, in behavioral science. I'm former Discovery Vitality. And, um, sort of my whole sort of background career was about persuading people to do things that are in their best interests in, um, sort of the health insurance world. This meant eating well and getting active and doing all those wonderful things that Vitality nudges you to do.
0: Yeah, They do have pretty big nudges. They do. All
2: sorts of them. And, um, at the beginning of this year, I decided to start my own, um, company, which is called breadcrumbs. Okay. And we specialize in behavioral linguistics, which essentially is behavioral communication. How All can right. you use words and language and communicate a message that compels an end user to act in some way? So okay. essentially, how do you nudge people using language?
0: All right. So can you explain to everyone what a nudge means? Because the first time I heard of it was when we had a conversation a while ago um and i think it just would give some clarification to everyone
2: sure so in our day-to-day lives you know we're faced with so much sort of communication noise and um we make so many decisions in a day in fact the average is sort of 30 to forty thousand decisions are made on a daily basis and of course some of those are sort of subconscious ones that we're not really aware of and others you know we have to actually make the decision quite consciously and um what I found is the best way to do this is through your communication. So if you're right. a brand or even just an individual trying to persuade your partner to- <laughs> Please teach me. <laughs> exactly, persuade them to do something or if you, you know, you're trying to get that promotion at work or whatever it is that you're trying to achieve, yeah. you can be quite um, deliberate with the words that you choose to use. Okay. And um, we found using behavioral science principles that people respond to different things and um, very inherently and, and quite universally. So by implementing various techniques in your day-to-day language, you're going to get that promotion, is basically what we say.
0: Hmm. Cynthia, are you listening to
2: this?
1: Yeah, I think before we get into into... How this all works. What are those techniques? <laughs> that would be tough. Can
2: you give us a a puppet, five pointers? Yeah, exactly. So, now what we do is we combine various principles. So we use sociolinguistics, which looks at how you use language in society. Okay. And um, I strongly believe that the language that you use shapes society, and you in turn are shaped by the language that you, that you receive um, yeah. from society. Whether that's spoken, whether it's print media that you're taking in, whether it's from social media, um, there's lots of obviously different mediums, but essentially words shape you and shape your identity and shape your ideology, and that all sounds very theoretical and, yeah. and pretty up there, high level. But when you combine that with various marketing principles and certainly behavioural science, you you're able to then craft very compelling com- uh, communication that, uh, to your point, and it nudges. So it kind of it it leads you to down a path or down a journey to ultimately get you to do some type of action.
0: Is the general kind of public are they aware of nudges or do they just think like oh that's a good idea i thought of that all by myself so
2: i think that um the more the the more you're aware of them i think the more you'll see them in society the more you'll see them in advertising i see them everywhere (laughs) after our discussion no absolutely the the incredible thing is i mean i'm i'm very immersed in this world and uh, like to think that i know the different types of nudges and what's happening and how and how they're being applied but when i'm an end user myself um, and I'm still very much a, a client of Discovery Insure and Discovery Vitality. And a lot of the times, I'm not even aware of what's happening. I just feel compelled to get that cash back, to get that discount. Um, sure. That me me Absolutely.
1: Yeah. And and in, in practice, how does this this work? How do brands use um, this to influence, say, a purchase decision? Because at the end of the day, that's what it's about. So firstly, being able to influence the people that consume their services and products, and then also relaying this to influencers so that they can influence the people around their circles.
2: Sure, so ultimately a brand is out there to sell something, whether it's a message, whether it's a product, whether it's a service, and you're very limited with how much sort of mind space you get to take up in a consumer's um, day-to-day life. As I mentioned, all those decisions, and there's a lot of clutter. In fact, there was a, a stat the other day that 100 billion emails are sent every single day around the world.
0: I think about half yeah. a billion ends up in my Thank inbox. Thank you, that's
2: exactly what I said oh. when I heard that. And, and so it's really to take the opportunity that you get to reach um, your, your, your client or your consumer, yeah. whether that's through an email inbox, whether that's through influencer marketing on a social media platform, you're very limited with with the time you have. Mm. And so every single word counts. And mm. and my advice always to brands, um, to, to people working with influencers, to influencers themselves, craft your message very carefully using, you know, using that end goal in mind and and, and not just spew out whatever, you know, stream of consciousness. <laughs> I mean, of course, you want to be authentic and genuine and you want to say things that mean something to of you course. and resonate yeah. with your audience. But I would always advise to sort of write it down, actually physically write down your whatever, 40 character SMS yeah. or yeah. 160 character um, tweet and look at what, what work each word is doing. Does it need to be there? Um, we're very much this ease economy and brevity is so crucial. Oh, yeah. yes. So if you can get rid of an adjective or a preposition or whatever other type of word categories out there, uh, my advice always is to try and do it. Yeah. And essentially have that core message that where every single word is trying to do something to ultimately persuade.
0: So yeah. the shorter the better, but get that message across, uh, basically. Yeah. Okay, great. So we've now spoken about Influencers can craft their messaging pretty specific to what they need to do But is it used in influencer marketing behavioral linguistics in South Africa in any case?
2: I don't think that it is being deliberately used I think some people have a knack for using persuasive communication and just aren't aware sure. of the sort of technicalities of the,
1: the science behind. Absolutely yeah. And, yeah.
2: A, and a lot of the things that marketers do good communicators do already applies a lot of that thinking um where we come in is we really just unpack it for unpack it for people and we say well look you've used a pronoun there do do you know how how impactful that pronoun can be what about you use we instead of you so you create this sort of inclusive type of um message it's all about the framing and and the difference between a you and i and a we might seem like nothing to sort of a, a lay person but you'll be surprised how how persuasive those little guys in language can be. it makes you feel be.
0: included, right? Like sure. you're part of the messaging when you're reading it. And then sure. you feel special. Yeah. Um, so how would behavioral linguistics be used in influence marketing? If we want to start including that, how would we go about actually Briefing this into our influencers or our, our influence marketers ourselves.
2: I think it starts with the brand messaging um, and positioning even before it gets to the point where it's briefed into some type of influencer channel. Um, I think it really it, it takes getting around a table and unpacking what what that call to action is, but also what types of like sentiment are you trying to get across with your with the brand positioning. Um, and as i said you're looking at every single word so Mm. amazing research has shown um, with children when it comes to nutrition that a a kid is far more likely to take a portion of let's just say some sort of green vegetable if it's a crunchy snappy green pea than they are to just eat peas okay so it's this really like trying to use language to dazzle and to excite your consumer so that you really just grab their attention and you make the words so much more compelling to them
1: so it's really about weaving that that magic into your marketing because marketing on its own really doesn't make sense to the consumer isn't it great and and so how do we get ourselves educated on behavioral linguistics
2: so there are various elements that make up this principle. Um, I'm currently studying my PhD at Fitz Business School to She's really trying oh, to yeah. get there to, to really unpack what the, the power of behavioral linguistics because yeah. it's really still in its sort of early development globally, um, yes. uh, very much so early development here in South Africa my business is is the first of its kind and i've got no doubt that you know as it becomes more more popular and people realize the power of language i'm i'm sure that this is going to become a lot more mainstream in the years to come um but there are various sort of step-by-step guides you can you can look at on my website that just take you through the various parts of language. Okay. An example being sentence type, um, how, how much thought do you give to whether something's a declarative sentence, so that would just be uh, the, the phone is on the table, just a yeah. statement yes. type sentence yeah. versus is the phone on the table, obviously interrogative question, versus the phone is on the table, exclamation mark, which is your imperative. Um, So silly example, but those three different sentence types really convey different meanings and messages. Yes. Also Uh, feeling. Absolutely. So where you want to be more engaging, where you want to include um, someone on your journey as an influencer, I would recommend using far more question based um, uh, statements, uh, uh, sentence types rather. And then certainly where you want that call to action to be very powerful, your imperative exclamation based uh, uh, sentence types are great.
0: So, okay, it's very new in South Africa. You are our first behavioral linguist, basically in South Africa, which is amazing. Well done.
2: Thank you. Um, where did it come from? So, behavioral science has been has been there for a while. I mean, you've got some huge names in the behavioral economics space, and I think they they sort of shot to um, popularity based on the likes of Richard Thaler, Professor Richard Thaler, who won the Nobel Prize. I think it was in two thousand and eight for his work in behavioral economics, and it, it really roots from the fact that humans aren't rational. Which previously, okay. certainly in economic theory, that was that was how we saw people. Hundred percent. You don't make rational decisions. You're not. Sa- we know we need to save money for the yeah. future. We know. <laughs> when I see that slab of chocolate, of course, and and um, short-term goals, the short-term sort of um, rewards are so much more compelling to us than yeah. long-term ones. So. Yeah and i think that's that's really essentially what sort of product design and services come down to how can you convince people to use your your brand your benefits yeah. by showing them giving them that immediate gratification yes. but then also have them realize that there's some sort of sort of long term effect to that oh well, that
0: sounds hard to yeah, it's hard <laughs> it's really
2: really hard it's hard uh,
0: everyone wants that kawaii smoothie but they don't necessarily want to run the marathon in two years' <laughs> time, no, yeah. for sure. And yeah. um,
2: for me, certainly, I am not involved with product design as such, but it's really looking at how can you, how can you frame the marathon so that it actually is, you know, up there with the smoothie. Yeah, sure.
1: And and um, trust is a huge factor in in influencer marketing. Yes. Obviously, we're going to zero in on influencer marketing because absolutely uh, that's yeah. where so we what come we from. Do. Yeah, and so. Does it matter where the message is coming from?
2: I'll give you. We're such... looking it
1: from a scenario brand versus somebody in my
2: circles. I'll give you such a good example with yeah. um with the theme of trust in in the behavioral linguistic space. Um, I mean, to answer your question, certainly. In South Africa, over the past couple of months, there's been all these these sort of legislation things that have come into yeah. play. Yeah. Hashtag ad, all of that sort of thing, yeah. and I think yeah. that has eroded a lot of the authenticity of the messaging. I think, in a good way, people are far more aware that you know the idols that they're following, the celebrities or the influencers online, you know, they they're being paid to promote a lot of uh, brand products and services. Right. So it's very transparent. Yeah. Um, the the example i wanted to give you from behavioral science is called rhyme as reason effect and and this one just completely blew my mind when i researched it so essentially what it's saying is that if you make your call to action rhyme people are far more likely to believe that it's true and credible. Seriously? And okay. Far, how does that even <laughs> work? And they're far more likely to buy into whatever the idea is. If that means to click something and to subscribe to something or even purchase something, 67% more likely are people, Whoa. if it's rhyme is reason effect, if it rhymes. Why, yeah. though? So well, how does our why? brains exactly. work? Um, They've done a lot of work to try and and figure this out from a sort of neuro-linguistic, cognitive psychology point of view. And and what the researchers suggest is that most people grow up in a caregiver environment where there are nursery rhymes or stories or sing-alongs. And um, the person delivering that message to them, whether it was a teacher or a parent or a grandparent, you trusted them and so inherently we've grown up with the idea that if it's a sing-along voice or this some type of rhyme the message was given to us by someone we trust so we we trust what that message is and we trust that person that's crazy absolutely nuts absolutely nuts i mean i must say i now look out for it very specifically and who knows if it's working on me you know unconsciously but certainly I'm, i'm now aware of it and i look i look out for these sort of tv jingles or radio ads listening to hear is it rhyming and and what are the words saying and also
0: how does it make you feel so i'm just going to start speaking and rhyme (laughs) from now on
2: (laughs) now that you yeah now that you know it though look out call me little dolly
1: yeah and so what would make a message not to be inherently effective
2: I think any communication that isn't crafted with very specific intent is not going to have its desired reaction. Strategic
1: thinking comes in as well? Absolutely. Even
2: if you have five words to play with, you need to sit down, you need to look at each and every one of those words. Is there pronoun usage? Is the sentence passive or active? Um, I spoke to Anne about this the other day, taking agency away from a sentence, so so an example, Women are killed, and sorry, this is quite an intense one, but it's, well, it's because, absolutely, yeah. because yeah. of the Am I Next movement, uh, which is some research that I'm doing at the moment. Women are killed. Uh, that's a very passive sentence because I've taken away the agents at the end of it. You can imagine the end could say by men or by criminals okay. or whatever you want to say there. Yeah. You can remove that little bracketed bit, um, opposed to an active sentence, which says men kill women or criminals kill women. And by removing agency from a Mm -hmm. sentence, um, it it really, it distances you from the message that's being said. And a lot of people aren't able to take accountability or to understand societal issues as a result of just sort of very cloudy language being used. Mm. Look, yeah, yeah. (laughs) we've seen a lot of
0: cloudy language over the last couple of weeks. I think it's very controversial. Um, So Lee, the fun things, what are some top tips that you can give marketers and influencer marketers in particular when it comes to us trying to start instilling this in our strategies or to our brands when we try and explain to them like, this is great, this might work
2: better? Storytelling absolutely would be top of mind for me, but it's story framing. So you need to, as an influencer or as, as a brand briefing an influencer, you need to sit down and decide what is the end message? Are you trying to get someone to buy into an ideology? Maybe that's just brand love or brand affinity. Or ultimately, are you are you asking for their followers to buy your brand or your service? Sure. Yeah. And um, I think soft sales are, are definitely far more um, accessible to people and, and, and far more persuasive. Gone are the very mark days where you yeah. heard <laughs> 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 money back guarantee, buy this two for one special. Yeah. Like that's all just become so noisy. Yeah. Um, so it's just it's a, a, about sitting down with them, understanding their voice, their reach, their different audience, um, what their interests are. Can you tie something that might be completely different in their world, one of their hobbies, as an example, yeah. to all your right. brand or service yeah. Yeah. that that then just really compels them to speak quite passionately about it. And then also, obviously, for the message to be delivered in an authentic, sincere way. Well, that
0: is our goal always, right? And we always tell them, storytelling, be authentic, stay true to your own voice.
2: And watch those pronouns. watch (laughs) those
0: pronouns.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, I see a lot of questions uh, coming up from our audiences and as we interact with them on social media. So how do they get hold of you?
2: So the best way to get hold of me would be through our social media platforms. Okay. Um we're on Twitter, we're on Instagram, we're on LinkedIn and Facebook. All of those platforms just search for breadcrumbs ZA okay. at breadcrumbs ZA and we'd we'd love to we'd love to chat to people and see what their thoughts are on persuasive communication. Give some tips um obviously we we tweet a lot of case studies and amazing yeah. research. Yes, you do. I'll give you one example from from last night that I found so great um in Sweden. They've started to use behavioral linguistics in the the health space where blood donors now receive a text each time their blood is used to save someone's life. How wonderful. Okay. So you'll right. go in and yeah. you'll donate your blood. And let's say a week goes by, two weeks, whatever. You'll get a little text to say, thank you for your for your last blood donation. You've yeah. helped save someone's life. And um, obviously Ooh. that's sort of, that message is a powerful one. Very. Exactly, they, yeah. I mean, it's, it's still early days. They've only just started doing it, but they're seeing a huge dramatic increase in um, repeated blood donations. Because obviously you want somebody to go back and do it again and, and again and again. Yeah. <laughs> Um, as many times as a safe. <laughs>
0: everyone likes to you know that they save someone's life, right? Exactly. So um, it will make me want to go back and donate more because I've already saved one person's life. Maybe I can save another one. Absolutely. Yeah,
1: the emotive uh, economy, and that's obviously cheaper than putting up billboards and uh, 20-second do, sports throughout the they month. Do yeah. <laughs>
2: billboards? Yeah. And I think that's a great point. Uh, yeah. The reason why behavioral linguistics is so exciting to me is that it's accessible. Anyone can use it. Once yep. you've started researching these principles, once you've had a look at some of the different tools and tips you you create your own little toolkit and yeah. you can use it as i said professionally personally um so basically linguistic or behavioral
0: linguistics can be used across the board for marketing so it could work on a billboard too
2: absolutely absolutely and mm-hmm. in fact oh, yeah. in those cases um, when it comes to above the line stuff i think it's probably even more important because how many seconds do you have with the person driving past that billboard to grab their attention and uh, to have right. words yeah, that so it needs really to be stick with very them.
1: Very single-minded and, yeah.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Okay,
1: it And any last word?
2: Please follow
0: me. Where My do company? we follow you? <laughs> <laughs> Influential SA, without the I, guys. We start right. with the N on Twitter and on LinkedIn. And then, obviously, please follow the podcast on Facebook and yeah. spread the love.
1: And please download on iTunes and let's keep the conversation going. Until next time, we love you, but we have to leave you. Peace out. Out.